Hello? Yeah. Yeah, we're recording. <laughs> we were recording. Are you at home? No, we just started. Are you at home? We just started. We just started recording. <laughs> we were just talking. <laughs> we got distracted. Yeah. Why? Where are you? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Low High Trips. And once again, today uh, we have Sanya with us for the second episode. Actually, it depends. I might release this episode first. Who knows? <laughs> Which one is easier to like edit out? It depends yeah. on how we <laughs> go on with this episode. Yeah. To be honest with you, um, but yeah. Uh, speaking of personalities, right before we started recording this podcast, uh, just to give a little bit of context, uh, Sonia and I, we are both technically based on the sixteen personalities website or the Myers Briggs type indicator. We are both categorized under INFJ, which is introverted intuitive feeling and judgment um i do my best to avoid talking about the mbti just because i feel like i don't have a full grasp of it but i don't know despite having the same uh personality type obviously speaking you know we were saying that we are quite different but i'm just curious to know like what do you think is our primary difference oh um well to start off i was not this introverted before like I started uni, mm. so I was always EN, and then I became IN, which I think is the biggest difference, right. introvert, extroverted. But I think at the moment, the biggest difference would be, uh, can't even think. Yeah. I okay, th- you know what? How about we just dive into that for a little bit? Because yeah. to me, like my idea of introversion and extroversion is if I consider myself an introvert, it means that I recharge from withdrawing from social interactions. That's how I recharge. So it's like a personal thing. But to me, an extroverted person would probably recharge or feel energized through social interactions. So it's like yeah. two different ways. Yeah. Would you say that? Yeah, I agree. That was the cycle. Yeah, I think, I think if I use that definition, then mm. I think I was never extroverted. Okay. But I think everyone around me grew, growing up would be like, oh, you're so loud. You're always still like talking to people. You're social. So I always thought, that I was extroverted, mm. but I think at night when I'm quiet yeah. and I'm by myself, that's like that's like the best time of my day. Like I feel yeah. like I'm peace, like I'm at, at peace, I'm relaxed, like I have energy again. Like I feel happier. I, I feel okay, like it's no, no. rude. Like I feel rude because I'm like, oh, people want to have a chat with me. But yeah. even now, like I think that was something like when I first started dating, yeah. it was difficult because my partner is quite extroverted. Mm. So for and I'm just curious as well, like, what's your go-to bubble tea order? Ooh, okay. This is very controversial. Yep. Ever since I was younger, because growing up in Asia, like, I would drink bubble tea a lot. Mm. But it's always been strawberry green tea with strawberry popping pearls. Wow. And I know people don't call it, like, I know people now are like, oh, it's not authentic bubble tea. Yeah. Like, but... For me, I don't think I drink bubble tea because I'm like, oh, it's authentic or not. Yeah. I'm just drinking bubble tea because I like, like it. it. As yeah. simple as that, yeah. Yeah, and I feel like I would get a lot of judgment for like not loving milk-based bubble teas. Yeah. But I just feel like I don't like it that I mean, much. fuck it. It's just like, it's just your go-to order. It doesn't mean, you know. Yeah. Oh, let's have a look. All right, go for it. Um, what, uh, Which one do you like? Um, Previously, I got the oolong tea. Ooh. Um, and because I normally go with 0% sugar mm-hmm. and less ice, um, I felt like 
maybe 0% is not the best idea. Okay. Because Casey, I think she got like 50% or 30%. And that actually tasted um, a little bit better. But oh, yeah. I'll try matcha nut tea. Isn't matcha good there for them? I have no idea. I've only had it once. But you really need to try the nut cream. Okay. So yep. the nut cream essentially is just like, a, you know, like the cheese foam. Oh! Yeah, but they actually do it in like a plant-based style. So they actually use like nut milk, which is like, I don't know, a mixture of, I have no idea, man. Hazelnut, almond, macadamia, whatever you want to call it. A mixture of everything. So it's called nutty cream. Uh, yeah, nut cream or whatever. <laughs> not, not the best name, to be honest. Because yeah. <laughs> I saw there it said like matcha nutty. Um, one with yeah, with nut cream, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so interesting. And it's all made out of like different milks. Ooh. No, no, it's all made with their own house-made milk, which is nut milk. Like it's like a mixture of nuts. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like good... almond, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's so good, but yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm a. I know I was listening to you guys' podcast, and you're like, yeah. I'm not really a sugar, yeah, person. Yeah. Which I was like, that's actually the biggest difference between us, because I have the sweetest tooth ever. For real, for real. Like I am, but I like sweet stuff, but it can't be overly sweet. Okay. Uh, like you know, like icing on cakes. I wouldn't eat that. Right. But I would eat the cake because. Would you scrap the icing away and eat always, the cake? Always, always. Mm, the top, the top layer, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, fair. I'm not like that's why I really like the cake I got Casey because the icing is not too sweet. Mm. I really like that. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I'm asking her to get whichever one she wants. <laughs> She's gonna punch you. Yeah. I think that's what I think. Like uh, one thing she probably hates about both of us. Yes. Anything you want, yeah. anything you want. I think the both of us are like you know borderline people pleaser. Yeah, like, you know what. What how what about you? What do you want? And I'll see if I can adjust to what you want. Yeah, and I feel like I'm a closeted people pleaser though, because I feel like I want to come across as someone who doesn't want to please people. Hundred yeah. percent. But internally, that's all I'm thinking about, mm. which is like a really bad mental space to be in. Right. Because you're always presenting like, oh, I don't care. Like I'm living my own life. I'll do whatever I want. Yeah. And I think that's only the side I show in my relationship. Yeah. But then other than that, in front of everyone, I'm like just like trying to mentally please everyone. Yeah. Like okay. everyone. Interesting. I think because I'm really comfortable stage with SP. Yeah. Where I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm happy. Like mm. I'm happy to make the decision. Because he's the same. He can't make decisions too. Okay. And we both are the worst. Like <laughs> we'll be like, oh, whatever you want. Whatever you want. You want to have brunch? Yeah, I want to have brunch. What What do you want? Whatever you want. It's like, oh, like someone make a decision. Okay. So we end up always doing stuff we've already done. Okay. Just because... Comfort zone. And you know how it goes. Yeah. You know, like, the entire routine of yes. the thing. Yes, yeah. You know what to expect. So, like, we're really into, like, plane spotting right now. So that's all we do. We get, like, a coffee. We go watch planes. And I feel like we're really, like, habitual people. We're, like, yeah, the comfort zone of, like, knowing exactly how it's going to go down. And yeah. it's, like, yeah. Can you dive a little bit deeper and elaborate about plane spotting for yeah. someone who doesn't really know what plane spotting is? So plane spotting is basically like you go near airport, mm. but like it's like kind of like hidden spots mm-hmm. and like hidden areas where most people wouldn't know, um, except people who love planes and are nerds. Yeah. <laughs> and then like... Plane nerds. Plane nerds. <laughs> and then you just see like the landing and the takeoff. And because my partner is a pilot, so he loves seeing Ooh. like, ah, it's a good landing. It's not... Which I don't know how you can tell from like fifty thousand meters away, <laughs> but sure, go just ahead. Like, like like an insect, just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I find it really beautiful watching it 
because it always like fascinates me how like such a big object, like such a big object, yeah, is being controlled by two people mm. and like a lot of physics and like maths basically. And the number of lives that these two people yeah. are carrying on their shoulders. Yeah, yeah. In a sense, it's scarier than doctors. Yeah, yeah. as in, uh, uh, if you can consider the quantity. Quantity, yeah. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, that it scares me too because I don't have that control. I don't know about you, but part of my personality is big. Like I'm big on control. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, like I want to control all like like everything that's happening in my life, yeah. but I can't, which yeah. makes it really impossible to live a life without stressing out every day. Yeah. Um, and that's the reason I hate flying because uh, I'm not in control. Because someone else is completely in control yeah. of how this happens. Yeah. Once you bought the plane, until they land. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Oh, yeah, crazy. and that's why I love sitting by the window. Because in my head, I'm like, I can break the window and I can jump off. <laughs> Which is like, no, you're not going to jump from 18,000 feet and make it. Like... But you still have control when you choose to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is like why I hate being in the aisle or the middle. Mm. Because I'm like, I don't have the control. Mm. You know, especially in the middle, you have no control. Other people are controlling. Mm. Um, but yeah, I hate flying for that reason that okay. you don't have the control. I absolutely hate uh, sitting on the aisle yeah. or somewhere in the middle because every time someone wants to go pee, <sighs> you have to move and you're yeah. like, ah, oh, fuck, man. Like, I'd rather be the one that, um, you know, intrudes into people, but, personal time and space. But we're so people pleaser that we're not going to go pee. Yeah. We're going to hold gonna it hold in. We're going to hold that pee until yes. like, I have bladder issues. <laughs> yeah, and I hold it in until I see the people next to me getting up to pee. And then I'll be like, oh, I'll pee too. Mm. And then I'm like... Because then they'll not be upset with me, which is so dumb. Mm. Because there's strangers that I'm never going to see again. Exactly, yeah. But I'm so worried about they're going to hate me. Yeah. If I make them stand up to go to pee. And it's like, oh, like this way of thinking is just so like tiring at times. Yeah. And then I was having a chat with Casey. And she was just saying like, oh, a lot of people like our personality. And they actually think that they have our personality. And I'm like... Why would anyone want this? Like, I would, I wouldn't wish anyone yeah. to be this big of an overthinker. That all your life you're just thinking like, am I pleasing everyone else? Is everyone mm. else happy? Everyone else happy? But at the same time, you don't like being loud in social settings with a lot of people. Basically, standing out. Yeah. Yeah. But then you feel like you have to just to make sure everyone is comfortable in the room, and then you're like stressed out because for, I don't know about you, but for me, I'm always like. I don't like being the loudest person in the room. Mm-hmm. Unless it's like the group of people I'm absolutely closest to. Yeah. But then I feel like if I see two people not like having fun, I'll be super loud. I'll be super embarrassing just to make sure they're comfortable and they're laughing. Oh, okay. Which is so bad because I'm like, I'd rather be the clown if everyone else in the room is happy at my own expense. Oh. But then I go home and I regret everything I say. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I talk too much. Like... Yeah, and then, like, I think a couple of years ago, like, last year, I got really big into drinking and, like, the embarrassing drinking. Okay. Because when I drink, I'm more relaxed and then I can, like, be a better judge of, like, oh, that person's not comfortable, not talking. All right, right, I'll talk and I'll I'll overcompensate just so you... Feel more comfortable not talking? Yeah. Or just feel comfortable being in that environment. Uh... But then, like, I'm the one feeling drained because mm. I'm talking all the time and I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Like, like you're, you're having the sole responsibility of pleasing everyone yeah. except for yourself, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. 
at like your own expense. So like even though you're socializing and you're getting to know like other people, you're like stressed out mm. the whole time. And then you go home and you're like, oh, like you can finally like breathe. Yeah. I don't know. It's so bad. Yeah. And I felt like I need to be more extroverted because everyone around me is like living their lives on social media. Mm. And like you see like everyone's hanging out, going out, and you feel the pressure that fuck, maybe I should be doing that too. But you know internally you don't enjoy doing it. Okay. So you're like in that constant battle that should I be going out and socializing because everyone's doing it? Or should I do what makes me happy? And like, yeah, I feel like that's why I kind of have like a love-hate relationship with like Instagram, especially. Like, oh every time I'm on Instagram, like I think I'm still quite young. In the sense that I don't have the maturity to like see other people live their life and not compare their lives to me or mine. Mm. Like I still compare, which is so bad because, you know, you're not supposed to. Like everyone's like in their own journey and stuff, but I do. And then I feel like I'm in that constant like battle of like headspace where I'm like, oh, probably I'm like not living a good enough life. Oh, so you actually feel that peer, I wouldn't say peer pressure, but more like, you do compare yourself to people that you see on Instagram? Yeah. Only people you know or including people that you don't know? I think mainly people I know. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's quite interesting. I feel like my people pleasing, or at least that's like the stereotype, you know, for being, you know, a person who's an IMJ. Um, But essentially, I feel like I'm probably overcompensating right now because I felt like I've lived the most of my life not having control or stamping my authority, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. or saying what I want or to make someone feel uncomfortable for my own need or wants, if that makes sense. As in, like, I've always, like, allowed people to, like, steamroll over me. Yeah. That right now, I feel like I'm overcompensating in the sense that, no, fuck, you know, social pressure, I'm going to go out of my way. But here's the thing, I'm not going out of my way to go against rules and social norms. Yep. But actually, you know, I have no idea what I'm talking about because of the fact that as yeah. a teenager, yeah. I've always went against social norms. Yeah. Um, and whenever people are like, oh, you should do this because of this. And my parents, their reasonings are typically quite bad. Where um, for me, I'm a, I'm a very curious person. So every time they say something, I want to know the justification to it. They're like, don't do this. Same. I'm like, can you tell me why? And they're yes. like, no, you have to listen because like, this is the rule. I'm like, by who? Who, who sets the rule? Yes. Like, this is our house. Like, yeah. it's your rule. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 this is like the rule. And the I'm society's like, rule. Yeah, you have to tell me, you have to like, give me more context, you have to give me more reasons. Like, if this is society's rule and it doesn't make sense, then why the fuck are we following it? Yeah. Oh, I'm 100% same as that. Um, I have that constant battle too of like following the social norms and not following the social norms. It's like a like pendulum a, swinging. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So it's always one extreme end to another extreme end which is so annoying because there's no constant, like there's no middle. Like, Mm. you know, exactly like you. Yeah, at times I'm like, I'm not going to socialize. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. But then there are times when I'm like, maybe I'm not doing good enough. Like maybe I'm not being good enough for other people. And like, you know, I should be trying harder. Yeah, like hitting your your social KPI as a friend. 
Yes. Or or as like whatever role that you play, like social yeah. role. Yeah. As a daughter. Yeah. As so a client, like, a partner. Whatever. Yeah. And I feel a couple of weeks ago, I wasn't the same. Like I was like all I was focusing on was like, oh fuck friends, fuck everything. Mm. Like I I'm happy hanging out with my partner. So I'm yeah. just gonna keep doing that. And that's what I did for like I wanna say like two months. Like all I was doing was like every weekend just Constant, flying. Yeah. yeah. Just I wanna hang out with this this guy. That's all I wanna do. But then, like, now I'm on the other end where I'm like, oh, maybe I should be socializing more with yeah. other people who are not my partner. And then now I'm kind of like, oh, maybe, like, I'm missing out. But I think I just need to, like, find a good middle ground. A balance, right? <laughs> I think the main similarity between the both of us is that we find it difficult to understand what's the right balance. Yes. Because I feel like people like Casey, they don't have that struggle like, to her, I'm always like, but what's the right balance? Like, how often am I supposed to see my friends? Yeah. Like, what if I'm spending too much time with you? As in, that's not an issue. But it's more like, I, I don't know what's the right balance. It's yeah. Like, someone needs to tell me, like, what's the rule? Yes, or, same. But there is no rule. Yeah. And th- here's the thing. I feel like I have a relatively good self-awareness. And I think you do on your end as well. But when it comes to, like, hitting the right balance, I feel like I personally do not know what's best for me. Yeah. I don't know what's my capacity. I feel like every time I do, like, you know, from going out every day to staying at home every day, I get burnout either way. Yes. And I just don't know how to find the right balance <sighs> that I feel content with. I'm 100% spot on. Yes. And then, like, you know how you're comparing to Casey? That's what I do. Like, not compare, but I'm kind of like, oh, you know what to do. Maybe I should, like, do what you are kind of doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when I try to copy, like, my partner, I'm kind of like, oh, fuck that, man. You're, like, next level. You can, like, yeah. meet, like, five people in a week and you'll be okay. I can't do that. Like, yeah. two days and I'm done. Yep. You know? But then sometimes I'm like, yeah, it's... It's so hard because you're like, oh, wait, this person can do five times. Maybe I'm supposed to do five times too to please everyone. But then I'm like, but I don't want to do that because I want to do what I want to do. And then like, it's just one extreme Mm. to another. 100%. And it's just so chaotic because you feel like everyone else knows the formula except you. Yeah. And you can't figure it out. Yeah. And and the thing is that, I don't know, by even interviewing, like interrogating them, they themselves don't know. They're just like, yeah, this is it. Like, you know, you know when you know. I'm like, I never know. I never know. Yeah. And like, my sister's quite social too. So from like her perspective, like she's always eating out, always out and about. She's either doing that or working. So I'm kind of like, am I I, I supposed to be doing that? Like, like, am I not doing enough? But for me, like after work, I'm dead. Like I'm so tired socializing and talking to people. Yeah. And then there are people who can still go out. And I'm like, wait, am I supposed to be doing that? Like, yeah. it's so, like, hard. And, like, no matter what you do, yeah, exactly, I feel burnout. Yeah. Yeah, like, sometimes at home too much. And I'm like, oh, shit, like, I didn't do any socializing. And sometimes I'm out too much and I'm like, oh, shit, I want a downtime. And I wasted all my weekend Yeah. doing everything but, like, chilling by myself and yeah. relaxing. Yeah. I feel like either way, it's, like, opportunity cause. Yes. If I go out too much, I'll be like, oh, man. Or, or, like, the grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah. You know? Yep. And I've always been the type of person that I'm like, oh, I don't want to, like, think about the grass. I just want to focus on, like, my grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I'm like... Fuck your grass, Fuck man. your grass. <laughs> but I feel like... And it's so easy said than done. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how the people do that. Yeah. And maybe everyone's thinking the same thing. Maybe. maybe Who knows? Yeah. yeah. But we're probably just thinking at, like, like steroid level, like, extreme. <laughs> yeah. ex- probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. And I feel like... I can't even sometimes do impromptu stuff. Mm. I need to plan. I need to have like a rough plan. 100%. Yeah. But I think 
at the moment of becoming more impromptu. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm, I'm actually challenging myself yeah. to be more spontaneous. Yes, same. I feel like I'm a complete control freak. Like, if you know how much control that I actually need to feel secure yep. or to feel like I'm ready for something, yep. it's like, it's never there. Like, you'll never hit my limit. Yes. I'll never feel ready for anything I feel. Yep. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. I actually do because I feel the same because like my partner's in Sydney and like I'm like, oh, but I do miss him. I'm going to go visit Sydney. But it's so hard for me to make impromptu plans. Yeah. But at the moment, like, you know how you said opportunity and versus cost? Yeah. At the moment, I'm really focusing on the opportunity and being like, fuck the cost, you know? Mm -hmm. But then like, I might be at the airport and it hits me that fuck, like I didn't plan. I'm not in like control of everything. But then like, I just try to focus on the opportunity so much. And at times I'm kind of like, oh, that feels great. But then at night I'm like overthinking everything I did right. that I didn't have control over throughout the day. Yeah. And then it hits me and I'm like, oh, I can't do it again. Like I need to be more of a control in my life. Like I'm losing that control. And then I feel like it's such a bad cycle again. Because yes. Very relevant, by the way, just saying. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, do you feel the same? 100%. Sometimes I don't get it because the thing is that me being spontaneous, like for example, when you mentioned that you probably like uh, spontaneously bought a one-way flight ticket, let's just say, yep. or even like a return trip, whatever, to Sydney, right? Yep. To, to visit SP. During that process, probably there isn't too much of a hassle anyway. Like you don't find um, things are bad, as in things are good. But the thing is that you overthink, you're like, oh man, but I didn't have control. But the thing is that it didn't matter. Yeah. Because it's not like you not having control, something bad happened. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. And because I've been like, and this is so weird too, because I've been I've been impromptu about doing the trip so much yeah. that now it's part of my habit. So now I feel like I've control. I know exactly where I have to park my car. I know exactly like which, you know, way I have to walk to the bus that's like from the car park to the airport. Like, you yeah. know? So now I'm like, oh, I am in control, but because I put myself out there a couple yeah. of times. And then like that kind of makes me feel happy because I'm like, oh, I gave it a go and like now it's habit. But now it's like, it's habit. So I don't mind doing it. So I'm again like being back in my comfort zone. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not experimenting anymore. Mm. And I feel like, I feel like most people don't even think about that stuff. They just do it and they move on. Exactly. Yeah. But, but I'm what's like, the point? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it happened. Nothing bad happened. Everything moved on pretty smoothly. Yeah. Like, what's the point of, like, backtracking and reflecting over every decision that we made, knowing that those decisions gave us less and less control? Yeah. But it... You get what I mean? It's like, it's like retrospective. Yeah. Oh. And reflection. I feel like... I don't know about you. I'm big on reflection. Same. Like, I have to... I've re- reached self-reflection, just saying. <laughs> yeah, same. And I feel like... Yeah. Like, I feel like I do that a lot. Like, I really, like, rethink my life decisions. Mm. And I go, like, well, would I do it again if I did... If something else happened similar, would I make the same reaction? What would I change? I either do that or I repress completely. Uh, I completely repress if something didn't go my way. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm never thinking about it again, mm. which is again, like a really bad way of like reacting yeah. <laughs> to situations. Like to give an example, I was thinking about like an episode you did in the past about like exes and toxic relationships and yeah. things like that. Okay. And I was like, and toxic friendships too. And you guys were talking about your way of reacting to that situation. Is it uh, the humanizing, demonizing episode? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yep, that one. Um, and I was thinking about myself and I was just like, I don't, I haven't dehumanized anyone. I haven't. And that's because like thinking back, 
if something bad happens to me, I repress it and act as if it didn't happen and I move on. So I just put it in a little like vault of like bullshit and I just like, okay, I'm going to think about it and I'll move on, which is like a very like unhealthy way, I guess, which is like a completely different way from you both. Yeah. Has that worked for you though so far? Yeah, because I actually don't remember. Like, oh. I don't remember. Like, like I actually don't think I've, like, dehumanized any of my friendships. Like, even if I've drifted drifted away from people, mm. I don't really think about them at all. Like, I'm really, like, out of sight, out of mind. Okay. Sometimes. Do you, wait, sorry, do you, like, consciously not think of them? Or your, your brain is just like, yeah, I just don't see them, so I naturally don't think of them as much. Like, I just don't think, I forgot about them. Like, they just don't exist for me anymore. Mm. Like, I don't know. I feel like... I forget about people if they're not in front of me. And yeah. if I'm not talking to them, like, it, they just disappeared from the back of my head. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I was like, oh, like, that's probably a big difference mm. between us. Because you were the type of person, like, I need to please even the person that I'm not, like, part of my life or, like, dehumanize them. I, I wouldn't say pleasing, though. I feel like uh, the people-pleasing tendencies have definitely waned throughout the years. Yeah. Um, it's... Uh... I wouldn't say people pleasing. I would say it's more like people understanding. Like I always try to be like empathetic. Yeah, it's not like like I I understand right now. I feel like um I always yeah I always try to empathize with people and I always want to see like where you're coming from. Like mm. let's just say I had a really toxic friendship with um a specific friend, right? Yeah. I always try to think like, hmm, what happened that made you feel this way towards me? Yeah. What was that specific something that I did? or specific habit that I have, or what boundaries that I crossed. So I'm just like, oh, okay, so that's your level. Or or probably I'm just like, oh man, maybe I was a pretty shit person myself. Yep. Or it was just you having, you know, unreasonable expectations of me. Yeah. So I don't know, I feel like by having that approach um, to see where people are coming from, it helps me better expand my knowledge of people. Mm. And to be like, oh, okay, probably next time I know what to do then, because... But in the end of the day, you know what? Everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone's like having... I mean, people are subjective, right? Yeah. Like, you know, you just like personalities. You can't categorize them into like... Boxes. Boxes. Yeah. So like for me, these 16 personalities that we talked about, they are like really good indicators. I feel like a lot of people are arguing that it's not valid nor reliable. Mm-hmm. But first of all, we have to remember once again, it's a self-measure. Yeah. Uh, and with self-measure, you know, I would assume that a majority of the population does not, do not, I'm not too sure the grammar, the right, I don't know. But, <laughs> but yeah, they don't have the the adequate self-awareness yes. to be able to proceed with the test and get an accurate result. 100%. Yep. Yeah, and it also depends on like your mental state. And we know that, you know, with mental state of people, yep. it fluctuates, yep. um, which is very normal, just to say. Because uh, personally to me, I feel like when my mental health fluctuates on good and bad, Sometimes I'm like, oh, I had like a breakdown this way. It means that my mental state is really bad. But in the end, when I think about it, wait, all circumstances involved, considering the full picture and the full context of everything, it's perfectly natural to break down when it's appropriate to break down. And you're reflecting, which is like big, yeah. Um, But I have a quick question for you. Go for it. Do you think empathy and like over-empathizing is part of people-pleasing? Oof. Because you're like trying to think from their perspective and you're trying to still keep them happy because you're like, oh, I understand your perspective because like I get it where you're coming from. Do you think it's part of it? I think I think there are definitely overlaps. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think these two definitely overlaps. Lap? 
oh, suddenly I just can't English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I, I think I realize I tend to stutter once I start thinking, like yeah. like when my mind goes on overdrive. Yeah. And that's when my, my mouth, like, it slows down a bit. Like, as in, like, it couldn't catch up. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, my no. thoughts are going Same. way too fast. Yep, yep. But I would say yes. Um, I'm trying to think of a smart way to say this, but my mind just can't unpack it at the moment. Anyhow, going back to your question, um, I would say like when it comes to empathizing, mm-hmm. it's more towards like, of course, understanding their point of view, yep. right? And people pleasing, it's more like you know where they're coming from and you know how to make it better for them at your expense. <sighs> so for me, like that is sort of like, it could potentially be a symptom from empathizing. Or, or probably like you can't people please without empathizing with people. There you go. Yep. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Yep. Like you need to be big on empathizing yeah. to be able to be a people pleaser. Yeah. Because you can't please people without not understanding their perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I agree. Same yeah. page. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like, you know, empathy is like a, you know, it's so, it's so cringe to say this as well. It's sort of like a double-edged sword. Yes. Like it's a, it's both a blessing and a curse. Yeah. Because I have definitely met um people with close to zero empathy um tendency and life seems good for them because they have zero regard for people zero regards for people or whatever Mm. as in yeah they make decisions knowing that this is the best for them yeah i wish i wish i was selfish in that sense because yeah like you know how you're like trying to say like oh i try to fight the social norms and i want to do that for myself yeah I kind of want to do that too, but I feel like I just get stuck between like, yeah, I want to fight the social norms. I want to be selfish, but I just can't. Mm. I feel like I still have to like make sure everyone's happy with me. And I feel like I wish I didn't have that much empathy per se and people right. pleasing because I feel like it's so important to be selfish in this world. 100% yeah. Yeah. And it's so annoying that I'm not. I wish yeah. I will. <laughs> okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. You mentioned that you have the tendency to people please, right? Like what is the motive of that like why do you think you want to do it i think when other oh good one because my first reaction was like oh when i see other people happy with me i'm happy but that's unselfish in a sense yeah because then i'm pleasing other people for myself yeah Mm, yeah i think i do that i want to see other people be happy because of me do you want do you want the credits like, do you want the full credit? Like, they know that they're happy because of you? No. Okay. No, I think that's 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 stress for me. That's really stressful for me. Because then yeah. I'm like, that's why I hate when my friends are like, oh, like, thank you so much for talking to me when I was stressed out. Like, I can always, like, trust you to be there for me. Yeah. Because then I'm stressed out because I'm like, what if next time I didn't, like, I don't do a good enough job for them. Yeah. So I can't please them in future. So if I get the credit... I feel like I have to keep doing it okay. and I need to keep doing a better job. So I'd rather them like not give me credit. So then like I don't have that expectation with myself to keep okay. pleasing them at a better and better level. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Do you think you people please because you want to make a social impact in the world? At least uh, within your circle. Like your presence is significant. Oh, I, I don't, I don't know. 
actually don't know. I don't think I want to make a social impact mm. in the world per se, but I just feel like I do want to people please if someone like smiles or is happy for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Like, and I think that's important for me because I feel like if I'm happy, I want other people to be happy too. No, no, I don't no, no. know. I agree, I agree. Yeah, it's like I, a community thing. Think, yeah, yeah. Funny, yeah. Yeah, I I definitely don't want to be like, oh, like I want to change the world, make it a better place. Like yeah. I really was that type of person growing up. But I've kind of realized that even if I can make one pe- person smile a bit more or yeah. laugh a bit more throughout the day, yeah. I'm kind of like doing my job. Like I'm actually, like Marvel's next superhero. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like making one person smile at a time. <laughs> But no, definitely, I think initially I thought I was selfish um, to make other people happy for myself, which I am. But I think I don't want the credit because with okay. the credit comes expectation That's of maintaining, like maintaining that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's like, it's like a role that's being assigned to you once you receive the credit. Yeah. Not all like the expectation. You've done it once, you know. Yeah. Come on, man, Sonia. <laughs> yeah. Like, and next time if like I see you cry and like I'm trying to make it better and you still don't stop crying, I'm going to go home and like be like, fuck, I didn't do a good enough job. Like, and then I'll just make my entire life's motive like mm. to just make you happy. Okay. Yeah, which yeah. is like kind of self-destructing because. Yeah, it's like an assignment. Assignment. Yeah. And no one gave me that assignment. Yeah. Literally no one cares. Self-inflicted assignment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like it's such a like chaotic mental space to be in. Mm -hmm. That's why like when I found out that other people want this personality Mm. and like, I just don't get it. Like, why would you want this? Like, just, I would rather be that ignorant person down the street who doesn't care. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, that's so much better than to always be in this like, chaotic headspace yeah you know it's a running meme uh in the mbti community because there are uh sort of like i don't know information or data out there which states infjs are the rarest personality in the world so Mm -hmm. it's actually a running meme right now that oh everyone's a fucking infj so it's like i'm special yeah no no there's like that's i'll be honest with you everyone that I ask, like, oh, what's your personality when you take the MBTI? More than 50% come back to me saying that, oh, uh, I scored INFJ. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Oh. But um, I don't know. I feel like there's so many layers to like I the... I didn't even know it was the rarest one. It's supposed to be. I mm. personally believe that But it's somehow not. you just find out everyone. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> you, you, you're like magnetizing yeah. all the rare yeah. people to come out of their like little swarms and be like, yep, me too. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was the rarest one. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I I do identify with like, you know, the, the, the memes and the explanations. Uh, by the way, if you're very interested in the MBTI, you know, whatever, blah, 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 um, go read more about functions because MBTI is a very like surface level of uh, the whole the whole thing. Yeah. So if you read up about cognitive functions, which I actually want to have a chat with you right after this podcast episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's way deeper than that. It's not just like, oh, I'm I, I'm introverted. It's in fact, it has nothing to do with that. Mm. Like your I, your E yep. has nothing to do with how introverted or extroverted you are. That's not the main Drive judgment. That, that, that's not the main um thing that they are categorizing you under. Oh. It's completely different. Yeah, so it's cognitive functions. But uh, yeah. yeah, I'll definitely have a chat with you um, about that after the podcast episode, which is running a bit long yeah. once again. Um, would you like to wrap it up? Yeah, sure. Um, guys, just be you. Don't try to be 
some rare personality because you think that's cool. Yeah. Just be honest to yourselves and don't be over chaotic like us. Yeah. Don't overthink. Just yeah. don't be overthinker and people pleaser at yeah. the same time. I think one advice that I would say uh, for myself as well is sometimes when I feel like I'm in a rut, uh, when I am very in my head. So that that's a term that I use quite often with Casey, which is uh, when I'm looping and I looping, and I'll explain that to you a bit later. Yeah. Uh, when I'm just looping, I realize that I'm just in my head and just constantly going through the spiral yeah. of overthinking and just like breaking down a certain something that happened or a certain feeling that I'm feeling and just trying to like understand it, but very internally. Like I'm not going outside. I'm not getting more information. I'm just like spiraling from what I already know, which is not helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know why I just, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like one effective thing is to um, engage in something physical. Uh, and I think it could just be as simple as like walking. Um, I really enjoy walking because I feel like when I'm walking, it actually helps me process things a little bit oh. instead of like staying at home. Because I don't know. I think it's just like a body. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I, I should start that. doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think when I start overthinking, I'm just in my head in my mm. bed as well and I'm just like overthinking thinking thinking yeah. and then just to shut everything off I like just put on a podcast yeah. but then I zone out of the podcast and I'm still overthinking yeah. like I think stepping out of the house and the environment mm. would be a good way yeah yeah, not good easy advice. though because it's during winter right now but oh, tell me about it but it's fun yeah, <laughs> yeah. go walk yeah. but yeah anyhow um, everyone thank you for listening once again um, hope you have a lovely live or weekend if this is released on a weekend uh yeah with that you know thank you sanya for coming on to the podcast once again thank you it's been an absolute pleasure to host uh yeah stay tuned for the next episode bye all right bye it's so long